You're listening to the Routine Project Podcast, where I, your host, Justin Crawford, am getting into the minds of today's leading entrepreneurs, thought leaders, celebrities, and so many more with one mission in mind, understanding their routines so we can get into building the ones that make the most sense for us. This is the one podcast that's hyper-focused on routines and routines only. What's cool is I feel like we're learning with the guests of the show because sometimes they come on here and they don't even know that they have these routines. I'm excited you're here to learn something new, so thank you for clicking play wherever you're tuning in. Now here's today's episode. All right, you've clicked on the Routine Project podcast, and I'm so excited. Today, we got Caleb Simpson. If you haven't seen him before, uh, you've certainly probably found him because you saw his name or you've seen his videos. Uh, someone that I identified um, on Instagram not too long ago, and I immediately emailed him and said, Caleb, if you don't get on this podcast, I don't know if we can continue uh, to do the show, let alone uh, take it off the air at any point in time. But Caleb Simpson, I'm so excited that you're here. Uh, there's a lot to talk about, I'm sure of it. Uh, but we got to start with your routines, and we will. Uh, but you're coming to us live from New York City, where we've actually discovered all your videos, a lot of which are you asking folks uh, where they live, how much they pay for rent, and then you get a tour of their homes. And I could only imagine the routines that you have that have helped you sustain not just a successful online brand with over millions of followers across platforms, uh, but more importantly, kind of how you want to navigate the rest of what that looks like as you start new endeavors, such as uh, the newsletter that you just mentioned. So it seems like there's a lot of stuff cooking, but in the meantime, we'll find out about your routines. Uh, so Caleb Simpson, welcome to the Routine Project. Thanks, Justin. Do my uh, phone alarm's going off. I'm going to shut it off real quick. You do it. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we're going to start the podcast. As he goes and turns his phone alarm off, funny enough, we can't even hear it. I'm watching him run to the back of his room <laughs> and turn off his phone alarm. <laughs> Yeah, you heard was, none I, of that. I kept going. This is impromptu. We're still on the podcast. Okay, cool. We well, couldn't hear the I, phone alarm. You know, well, well, one of my routines is before a meeting, I set like a five minute, a, a like a, a alarm, an alarm five minutes before my meeting, so I don't like forget. You know, every meeting, you, you're like locked in. So, uh, but I just forgot to turn it off. So I clicked pause. Yeah, I love that. Is this every meeting? I feel like you don't really take meetings. You're always on the streets. <laughs> I'm in the streets, boy. Uh, no, no. Uh, I do take a lot of meetings or just like there's a lot of scheduled things. And like, I don't know if I'm in the middle of an edit or just like doing something, I'll just like forget or I'm not like strictly like looking at the clock all the time. So I'll just set like five minute alarms before my next task. Oh, that's great. Oh, I'm excited. To, okay, so you said the word edit too. I, if, and for folks who don't know, digital creation is kind of like the big thing nowadays. And especially with someone like Caleb, who's managed to acquire so many followers. And I mean, at this point, I'm sure they're fans. Have you been stopped on the street yet? Or every you... day, every really? day. Yeah, yeah. All the time. It's interesting because a lot of your content, unless you probably like flip the camera over, is you of other people. And so how are they recognizing you? Is it like voice or I'm sure they're just like deep diving and finding videos and photos of you? Yeah. Uh, you know, when I first started this series, I kind of like never showed my face, but then like 
you know, immediately people around me were like, you need to show your face. So I try to include it in a video like uh, X amount of times. Um, something I always do when I walk in at home is I'll show my face and say, oh, this is nice. <laughs> Just so people equate my face immediately uh, so they can like recognize me or face recognition just mm -hmm. for brand building purposes. Yeah, that's great. You say brand building. Did you always want this to be a part of your brand? Has this been part of the game plan? Was this a new endeavor? Uh, was it a pivot? Don't tell us you mm. were in finance before this. That's typically the story. <laughs> nah, my finance story is that when I moved to New York City about eight years ago, I was like interviewing at finance firms. And then I was like, yeah, this isn't for me. And uh, I threw out all my suits. And that was like the moment I decided like, I'm gonna make it on the internet in some capacity. So it's kind of been like a seven, about seven, eight year journey of like making content, uh, working for companies, working with YouTubers, Instagrammers, just trying to figure out how the internet works and how I fit in it, I would say. Mm, that's great. Very powerful words in terms of fitting into something that I don't know if any of us will ever figure out. Where do you feel like your place is now? Yeah. So it, it's funny because a lot of times if I'm like being interviewed, people, are, they say like, how do you want to be portrayed? They're like, we're going to call you influencer or tiktok star and i was like can you call me an interviewer and a host please because yeah. that's what i believe i'm doing i'm interviewing people and hosting a, a a home tour show you know ultimately that's what i'm doing so um yeah and you going back to your routines for a moment too you said just a few minutes ago how you'll set these five minutes alarms before meetings right and so can you walk us through a day in your life in terms of your work life i'm curious uh, well, today is Monday, so I'll just walk you through it today. So typically up at like around 7am, pretty much like 7, 730 and straight out the door to go to the park. I like to work out outside. Mm. Um, I, what, what bragging right I have is I'd like, I don't have a gym membership because I believe, I personally believe the gym is an excuse. It's an excuse to like not work out or not have one because you're traveling or yeah. I didn't get to the gym. So I can't just plop down and do 20 pushups. Um, so I go to the park and work out outside. And then uh, depending on who goes to that park workout, I'll, we might grab coffee. Or, and if not, I come back, I have a cold plunge and a sauna. Right. So I, I'll hit the, hit the cold plunge at the sauna. Um and then it's kind of funny. I turn on music and I dance around and like look at my goals and objectives for life, which I have written down on my wall right over there. So after I'm like having all of these cocaine endorphins from the cold, yeah. punch, you know, I'm like, oh, feeling insane and just listening to music and I can feel like, I don't know, just feel super present and in my life. So when I'm like looking at vision for my life, I feel most present and can feel it all like it's real pretty mm. much. Um so then I'll do that and then uh, shower and change. And then it's like either podcasts, meetings. Typically, I'll have a video I need to edit. That's actually the first thing I'll do is edit the video, post the video, get that live. Then I'm like, high five myself because there's no one around to high five me. <laughs> as <laughs> Which a solopreneur, right? Yeah, as a solopreneur. Once I post all the videos, boom, high five. And then uh, I jump into meetings or whatever I need to do for the day and then go film. And then um, most likely there's like a lot of outreach and stuff I'm doing and planning for like the week or sure, future it's like weeks. a lot of production stuff. Mm -hmm. 
Wow. Wait, so the daily motivation of this cold plunge. And then before you even high five yourself, you're like going through this like motivational, you know, moment in the mornings. I think that's very powerful. Uh, you said goals and objectives. How did you get to a point where that was going to be part of your routine was to make sure that you revisit those every morning? Yeah, that part actually started maybe, I don't know, in February. I was living in L.A., and uh, kind of have like a Hollywood mentor. And he he's telling me like, yo, Caleb, you need to like write down everything you want to do with your life and put it mm. everywhere. And he's like, you need to. And when you put it up, you'll be able to narrow it down because like maybe you'll put something up there that you think you really want. But when you mm. start looking at it every day, you realize like, oh, actually, oh, that's so smart. I don't give a fuck about this. Like I thought mm -hmm. it was something I wanted, but I don't want it. Um. So that's kind of when I started doing that and then just looking at it periodically through the day. That's cool. It's the first time I've heard it on this podcast. What are some of those if you can share? If you had to give us like two of each. Um, what are some of them? Well, Unless you're superstitious and think it is if you say it out <laughs> loud to us, it would not come to I'm not I'm not superstitious. Superstitious. One of them is just like, you know, I'm calm in the big moments. You know, that's something I repeat to myself like three times a day. So when a big that. moment, so when I'm a big moment happens, I'm just chilling, you know. Uh, then another one, which is like a big goal of mine, is to retire my mom by 2026. So that's just like I look at that and I'm like, okay, retire my mom by 2026. And wow. Then, then there's like a bunch of like obviously spinoffs, sure, smaller goals that you have to complete in order to achieve that one. So. Mm -hmm. And then are those the ones you're like taking off at any point? Are you crossing these things off? <laughs> And I'm going deeper because I think it's so interesting. And I'm sure if you're listening right now, like that's a, that's almost like a life hack, right? Visualizing and then taking a big picture, like 2026 retirement of mom and being able to break it down, um, you know, and then the justification of a lot of why you write it down is possibly to cross it off or no, do you keep it on there? Is it so big of a goal that then you break it down on a to-do list? Yeah, I think it's more of like, that's just what I look at. And then there's like a to-do list. Yeah. Um, I haven't, I haven't crossed anything off. It's kind of hit a point where I need to almost like rework it because it's been mm. about like six months and I was like, oh, some of these things I've finished, some of these things don't align anymore, or there's new objectives that make more sense because I have more clarity mm -hmm. on the direction of my life. So um, I don't know. I don't know if I really believe in like crossing things off. Yeah, because I'm just like, it was done. Now I just like put a new thing up, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Can we talk about the how? So when you started getting into, let's call it, you know, your own version of production, right? As an interviewer and as a host, uh, there's a lot of moving pieces. And I'll say that as someone who has a similar position in the podcasting space, like you do have to do a lot of outreach. You do have to do a lot of management, you know, setting an expectation and then completely missing the ball, um, you know, thinking that you're going to film and then completely not, do you know what I mean? So can you walk us through the how of pretty much how you do all of this now? I mean, we see a video, you know, and we see your Instagram page and we see the stories and then we're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Like go Caleb. And then we high five you digitally. But then <laughs> if you really think about it, like there are a lot of hows to this and you almost have to be a unicorn of an employee to yourself. Do you not? Yeah, I would totally agree with what you just said. Um, one, I think it's just like experience built over time. Like I've been working, I quit quit my job teaching tennis when I was 26 to like focus full time on content creation and freelancing mm. and all that stuff. So 
and then but i started learning how to film and all these things when i was about 23 mm-hmm. 30 i'm 31 now um so i think having like this backlog of skills is the first like baseline leading mm-hmm. to like this series that i've been doing but uh number one it was just like just get one video done a day like that was yeah. it. like at all costs get it done you know so whether that was like working all day to try to find a tour uh a home to tour mm-hmm. and then it's like okay we figured it out let's go film it and edit it as quickly as possible um and that was that's kind of like my my mantra is like my one objective is to finish a, a video once a day so mm-hmm. how do i figure out how to get into a home and how do i you know, show up and like be present with this human and make sure it's a good experience, even though I might be panicking on one side or the other side, trying to get a video out every day. Um, and then just realizing like most of it's going to be a problem, you know, and that mm-hmm. I'm just trying to solve this problem like every single day. So at some point, uh, <laughs> the problem and you just recognize it's always there. So like, why get frustrated, you know? even though some days it might be more frustrating than others, but uh, mm-hmm. it's always just going to be there. And some days it'll be easy and some days it'll be hard. Mm, that's true. I love what you said earlier. I guess it was a big objective that you had and it was that to stay calm in like the big moments. Um, where did you learn that? To stay calm or to write that down? <laughs> <laughs> no, to stay calm in the, <laughs> in the big moments. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just like... Uh, I think it's a collection of actually doing it, you know, actually showing showing up for yourself and being in these moments that I personally define as big and other people may not. But for me personally, it's like, oh, that's a big moment. And, uh, you know, maybe a big moment is like, I don't know, walking across your stage at graduation or when I used to teach tennis, like, oh, I'm teaching a famous person a tennis lesson. Like, can I just be calm and give them a lesson and treat them like a regular person? Mm. Or when I was doing production, it was like, I'm traveling to Brazil and have to shoot this mini documentary all by myself. And there's a lot of moving parts and I need to interview these people and set up this lighting and like do all these things. Mm. And it's like, let's just like breathe through this and relax. And I think it's just recognizing like time and time again, uh, at least for myself, I've like stepped up for myself. Mm. So like whatever these big moments are that are happening now in my life, like these other big moments were probably much harder and uh, much more defining for my life than whatever's happening in front of me. Mm -hmm. Speaking of defining, I mean, going back to routines for a moment too, you think about how often that has to change and how flexible you have to be, right? As a solopreneur, as a creator, and then not necessarily knowing um, where that road's going to go down, right? Something that's big on this podcast has always been like, you never ever will know where things go, how they're going to end up. Uh, You do kind of have to have your model, which is essentially just, all right, plug one video in a day and it will build itself, right? And so knowing that inherently as an entrepreneur, um, how have you navigated your routines day to day around that? Yeah, I mean, I think you have to be flexible um, as structured as I am when I can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to be willing to like let go if if it's a if something else comes up or if I didn't get enough sleep or if I'm traveling somewhere. Um, I think uh, someone that I really have been observing for a long time is Alex Hermose, mm. which I'm sure you know of him. Uh, I've been watching him for a long time and uh, he said something that I found kind of interesting 
that he's like, your morning routine is actually ruining your life. He's like, because you're so committed to the morning routine that if it doesn't happen, it ruins your day. Mm. And I was like, that makes so much sense, actually. So it's just willing to be flexible and just like, if I didn't get to it today, that's okay, you know? Yeah, giving yourself some grace with it too. Because not every day is going to look the same. And I think a lot of folks in the business world, you know, they try to make it look a certain way, but then it becomes quite frustrating, don't you think? Totally, totally. Yeah, every day is different, uh, especially in my life, even though there's like elements that remain the same. Mm. But uh, I mean, number one thing in my life that has kept me like grounded has been to exercise this past (laughs) year of my life. So it's just like, that's why I don't have a gym membership because I don't want an excuse for myself. It's just Mm. like, oh, I have 20 minutes. Let's like do something. Let's break a sweat, you know? Sure. And then in terms of inspiration, I think that a lot of folks, even if you don't claim to be a creative, right? We're all creative by nature or we're supposed to be, I would assume, uh, no matter what business practice you're in. But for you, how do you continue to find inspiration if things ever get mundane? I mean, if you're doing videos a day, right? Or one a day and you constantly have to be filming the same type of video, right? And I'm sure there's other things you are working on, but the main bread and butter has been this amazing series that you created on social media. I mean, how do you stay inspired? And then where's the next big idea come from that you can then stay so calm in? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Inspiration's fleeting, just like any other feeling. Uh, I feel like what I've learned, the biggest lesson I've learned this past year is just like, if I can stay consistent, then I'm stoked. Like I can stay consistent within the series or the thing. Um, And then like, becoming excited about an idea whether it's like within the home tour series so it's not just like let's beat a head dead horse and like do the exact same thing what can i change a little bit that makes me more excited about the idea then that will come through with the video then i might not like burn out or give up on this series idea and that could be as simple as like oh it'd be cool to go to this country or this person i've always wanted to meet or this place i've never been or uh uh, uplifting somebody who needs an opportunity to shine, you know? Mm. And then the best part of that has to be exactly what you just said, right? A lot of times, if you had to foresee the future then, I mean, where do you want all of this to go? If you had the, you know, if you had the opportunity to see all of it come to life down the line. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, it all has come to life already uh, for me. Uh it's funny because a lot of people say like, what's your dream? And I'm like, I'm living it. Like I'm in Mm. it right now. Like there's no, like, what is the dream? Like we are inside of it. And, uh, you know, it's just like a continuation and an evolution of like, because, uh, interviewing people, hosting different things that excite me. Um, and really just like taking the formats of, you know, short form media, or if that changes Mm. and just evolving and restructuring ideas for those, uh, systems at the end of the day. Uh, uh, cause you know how I look at like legacy media and social media is that they're starting to like, you know, phase together and it's like, well, who's taking charge and kind of trying to, you know, use social media in a way that people really enjoy with legacy media. And I'm trying to be that person that, you know, legacy media comes to at the end of the day where it's like, Oh, I'm driving around in a Tesla and we're playing trivia games with like Jared Leto or I'm touring yeah. Robert Corcoran's house or, you know, doing a pizza review with Quavo. And it's, it's really hard to 
trust like a creator because mm. they 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 don't have an hr they don't have like this company over them like keeping them accountable to not do some crazy shit at the end of the day so it's like hard for someone who's built their brand for 10 years to be like i'm gonna risk it on this youtuber you know <laughs> so like yeah, for me it's just like point. building this trust in this place for people to come and like play and have fun you know play and have fun was that the motto from the get-go i feel like you're pretty easy go we talked about this before i hit the record button on like email like how you and i had riffed over email for like maybe a couple times and you were like yeah i'll be on the podcast let's do it and it's just like easy yeah it was it always have you always been like that or is it something that you found particularly special in business because i think it's valuable in business for sure to be playful and fun and easygoing and you know the one that doesn't write the like ten thousand worded email and like take too much time you know where it doesn't really need to belong in business yeah you know i never looked at it like that i felt like when i was like in school or trying to figure out who i was or how to be myself i was like confined confining to like these rules of business or whatever uh -huh. the hell it is and uh i just remember like when i quit my quit my tennis job and was like gonna go freelance i was like i, I just want to be me and that's mm. the objective and i don't give a fuck like i'm gonna talk how i want to talk and like interact how i want to interact i don't want to like write this fucking 30 page email because that's what they say you're supposed to do like it's, it seems dumb it feels dumb so mm. that's kind of it like when i was like i'm going my own direction i'm just gonna act the way i want to act because like yeah i just want to show up like as me <laughs> on that how has it served you in business like served you well how has it been good that you've been that way you know i think like whatever you bring to the world that's what aligns with you so mm -hmm. that's what you're gonna attract in you know so more casual people per se like that might be like oh caleb's casual i'm casual this is awesome because it's just like easy going um and then like that might scare off some other people so then they don't want to come in and like work with me which is like i'm like that's totally fine or my management team might step in and be like, we'll handle this one, Caleb, because you're a bit too casual. <laughs> right. So it's working for you, right? I think that's what I wanted to bring yeah. up here is that yeah. as a creator or someone who had to go create a brand on your own, I mean, that's the inspiration in and of itself. Like, you know, you've taken so much time to try and be authentically you and it has to serve your business because you are the business, you know, whereas most times I think in entrepreneurship, there are specific models and ways to do things that... You know, I, I, I've always said this, but like in entrepreneurship, you know, the whole point I thought was to go and create something by you for you and then give it to the world. And a lot of times in many corporations, small businesses for like, you know, whatever it might be, they are kind of defaulting to that. Right. And you didn't have to. Um, and you're kind of making it work for that. Uh, what's been the best part before we go? Like the perfect reason you said it you said you are living the dream and so like when you have those thoughts of i am in it i'm in the thick of it i'm living exactly how i'm supposed to be living and i'm figuring it out as i go but what has brought you to that point if there was any special moment or feeling that you get when you're doing all of this work what's the best part uh that's a great question yeah, I think uh, honestly, the the best part has been just like showing up for myself, you know, mm -hmm. that, I, that I think there's like many of years where I had ideas or I tried a little bit or but I didn't try fully. I didn't like show my full potential or my full capacity. So just like laying it all out there on the line, like that's it. That's the best feeling. 
it's just like, it's out there. We did all we could do. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but I tried my hardest and I know it, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. So final, final question here, but you think about the piece of, of advice that you would give to someone who wanted to do exactly what you're doing, not exactly what you're doing, but something similar, maybe in that field of social media or, you know, being an interviewer or a host and all the elements that come with it now that you've done it repetitively and consistently and it's working for you. Is there any advice you'd give to someone listening right now that would be uh, interested in doing something similar? Yeah, I, I do think there's a bit of a formula. You One is I would just go look at whoever you look up to and how they're making videos and maybe just go copy that. Because if you've never made videos, you don't know how it feels. You don't know how to do it really. So it's just kind of like a blueprint. It's like, let's just go copy this person and make the video and put it out and let's see what my experience is with it. Mm. And then from there, you can take those lessons. Like maybe I liked interviewing somebody or maybe I like editing the video or maybe I like when I posted the video and the results or maybe I hated all those parts and I want to go in a different direction. Mm. That's kind of how you learn. Um, and then from there, it's just like, keep trying, keep posting videos, keep iterating on these ideas. Um, for me personally, when I landed on this series, I kind of like, I'd been going viral online for quite a while, but I had nothing that my name was attached to, you know, not a real sure. brand builder. And I just like went back and I was like, how do I want to feel? Like, let's write down how I want to feel. Like, what do I want my feelings of the day to be? Cause this will be my life experience. You know, the video that you guys all see, mm. just a video you see, you don't know what my experience is throughout the day. So I went down and wrote those things out and I was like, how do I make content that has this, this feeling to it for me, you know? So then I'll mm. keep doing it for a really long time. Cause dude, I've done everything online. You can think from slamming ice cream in my face to taking pictures of strangers to, you know, throwing bouncy balls downstairs. Like I've tried it all. And like, I just analyzed how it made me feel like, do I want to continue doing this or not? So. Yeah. And then you settled on this and this is such a great way to connect with people too both on the uh, audience side and then the folks that you're able to interview. It's amazing. Totally. It's inspiring. Caleb Simpson, thank you uh, for coming on the podcast and sharing a little bit about uh, everything that you're up to, you know, and then all the great secret sauces that you handed us here in just a little bit. I love the goals and objectives part. Um, even the short moments of you saying like, I am living the dream and you know, that you, you, you will, I, I'd say by 2026, your mom will be retired with this type of ambitious attitude that you have towards working and creating. So, um, I'm honored to have gotten to meet you. If you're listening right now, thank you for clicking on this podcast when there's a million out there that you could have clicked on, uh, hopefully you clicked on it cause you saw Caleb's name. Uh, he doesn't have a pseudo name or a stage name that's not attached to his Instagram. So this is him and everything you see in the description below will be everything that we've discussed uh, in addition to his accounts and all the upcoming things he has, including his newsletter, which you'll hear more about once you follow him. I'm sure of it. So Caleb, thank you so much, man. Thanks, Justin. Hey, it's Justin again, and that concludes today's episode. I hope you learned something new or exciting about routines, or at least took something away from the guest I had on the show. Now I've got plenty more episodes coming up on this podcast, so be sure to click that follow button wherever you're listening. Oh, and you know how it goes. The show only gets better when I hear from you. So drop a rating and review and let me know what you loved and maybe what we can do better on this podcast to keep you coming back each week. Now until I get that next episode to you, start building the routines that matter most to you and inspire others to do the same.